Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Now, nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter of a tank of gas if you're lucky. You know what it will get you, though? For just $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Make the switch today, and if you do it today, you save an additional 50% off your first month. They use the same 5G network, same cell towers as the big carriers, and most families saving close to $1,000 a month. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, that's Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. Are you being influenced? Well, if you watched the blockbuster film in the last decade, well, then there's a chance it has been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Now, here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. Now, in Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, well, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free when you go to the website, hollywoodtakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Well, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. We'll all be flying higher than a jetliner. And if you want a little bang in your yin-yang, come along. This is not your father's Republican Party. They introduced a bill. Mr. Gunnar, you think I'm crazy? When I said this stuff in the off here, people looked at me like I was nuts. They're nuts. I'm not the one. Uh, I will say that there have been so many accomplishments under this administration, it can be difficult to list them in a distilled way. There are plenty of places we could have taken that balloon down. The biggest risk would have been hitting a cow, a prairie dog, or an antelope. So you don't buy this at all? <laughs> no, no, this is called Big Sky Country. Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city. information on breaking news and more bold inspired solutions for america at hour two sean hannity show toll free it's 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program uh these hearings were just devastating today uh these are the hearings about whether or not the fbi has been politicized and the department of justice has been weaponized I mean, I'll, I'll give a direct quote of, of Ron Johnson, FBI agent sabotage, uh, the, uh, Hunter Biden probe. Uh, and that's, that's, that's only a small portion of what came out today, uh, between Senator Johnson, Senator Grassley. Uh, and this, of course, on top of all the news that we found out yesterday, uh, as it relates to the FBI and putting their thumbs on the scale. And they're, they, they had this laptop from hell of Hunter Biden, uh, in December of 2019. They could have authenticated it. 
they knew it was likely that laptop was coming out. Uh, but, you know, 22 times they can't remember if the FBI ever warned them, even though they're having weekly meetings, according to the Twitter integrity site leader, Yoel Roth, um, who testified in a Missouri case uh, that, in fact, he, they did specifically mention Hunter Biden. Um, and when the laptop came out, which they should have authenticated much earlier, they had 11 months before the election. Um, they were all prepped, prepared for, quote, this being a disinformation campaign and thus suppressing what was critically important information in the lead up uh, to a presidential election. It's not the first time they've done it. We've gone over what happened in 2016 with the dirty Hillary Clinton uh, Russian dossier that she paid for uh, that even its author, Christopher Steele, couldn't claim the million dollars that the FBI offered him because he didn't have any corroboration for that. And that was in early October of 2016. By late October, uh, the top of a FISA warrant says verified. They couldn't pay. Christopher Steele couldn't verify anything. Uh, yet it became the bulk of information used uh, to get those four FISA warrants. And as Andrew McCabe, the deputy FBI director, has said, uh, without the dirty dossier, they wouldn't have been able to get the FISA warrants approved, you know, and then all these people that signed off on the four warrants, even though it had been debunked by the source of of Christopher Steele, this guy, Danchenko, um, that was in January 2017. They, they still kept renewing it, still using the unverifiable dirty dossier is the bulk of information. You just can't make this up. You know, so this is why the weaponization of the FBI uh, and whether or not the Department of Justice has been weaponized and politicized uh, is so important because they're putting their thumb on the scale of elections in this country. Anyway, here with reaction, Senator Bill Haggerty is with the great state of Tennessee. Sir, how are you? Welcome to the program. Uh, it's great to be back with you, Sean. So you're watching these hearings as as any conservative or any concerned American is. Uh, what is your take on what you're hearing? Well, it's, it's, it's heartbreaking. And I'd just like to say this, Sean, you know, I served as the ambassador to Japan before coming to the Senate. I had a great team of intelligence professionals. The rank and file, the men and women are more upset than anybody that the top ranks of their leadership have become so contaminated with politicization. And as you say, the weaponization of the intelligence arms here of the U.S. government. And something worse has happened, too. The American public has lost confidence in our intelligence organizations and our top law enforcement. It's uh, just just amazing to me, not only the things that you cited that were covered in the hearing, but think about the DOJ's refusal to even protect the justices when people were marched making death threats, uh, all because they wanted to politicize the situation and leave these justices more vulnerable to intimidation when the Dobbs decision was being considered. So you have that case. We already know that the school board, National School Board Association, uh, called for a, uh, an investigation by the FBI when this should be a local law enforcement matter into the possibility of, quote, domestic terrorism and hate crimes when moms and dads were speaking out against woke curriculum or CRT or transgender education uh, at their kids' schools. Uh, we know the FBI, Biden's FBI and, and DOJ and, and the counterterrorism division targeted parents in these particular cases. Um, and but more importantly, now what we're realizing is, you know, w the FBI is a very important question that they have to answer. Why would they coordinating with big tech, telling big tech 
companies uh, meeting with them weekly in the lead up to the 2020 election that, in fact, they were going to likely be targeted for misinformation campaigns. And it may be about Joe Biden. It may be about Hunter Biden. Uh, and lo and behold, they had already had Hunter's laptop since December of 2019. Now, why didn't they authenticate that laptop? Why would they be suggesting such, knowing that Rudy Giuliani, Trump's lawyer, already had a copy, so they knew pretty damn well that it was going to be coming out soon? Indeed, and you've put the, you've put the pieces together so well, Sean. Uh, again, the American public are not foolish, they're not stupid. They see this happening as, as well. And the weaponization of the FBI in this regard to go in and meddle and tamper with the outcome of the presidential election is just shocking to most Americans. Certainly, it's shocking to the Tennesseans that I represent. And you've got these people, these operatives, like James Baker, who was at the FBI, disgraced there, moves over to, to Twitter and you know continues his mission. Uh, it, it, the, the coziness, if you will, between big tech and these operatives here in Washington that are trying to achieve just one goal, and that's to push this progressive agenda to move our nation further and further. Left, uh, it, it just doesn't seem to stop. What do you make of the fact that we had this whole incident with the Chinese uh, balloon getting into Alaska airspace, going down the west coast of Canada into Idaho and from Idaho over our our ICBM uh, missile sites and silos in Montana. And then from Montana, uh, they head to Missouri and other Midwestern states, Kansas, another one, Kentucky, another one. And then they make their way to the west coast. I'm sorry, the east coast of the United States and the Carolinas, uh, not far from where you live. And they take finally take down the balloon. Uh, when you look at that, and for example, I'll, I'll quote J, uh, Senator Grassley today: "We acquired authentic bank, bank records that substantiated findings of our previous two reports, and they financially linked Hunter Biden, James Biden, to entities and individuals connected with the communist Chinese regime." We also acquired business records with Hunter and James Biden signatures alongside those of the same Chinese nationals. Uh, how were they supposed to be paid? According to the bank records, well, there were wires from companies linked, linked to the communist regime. In, in three floor speeches, we made bank records public. We asked the question to our partisan detractors, the same ones that I mentioned throughout my remarks, and and maybe a lot of others are are these official bank records russian disinformation um now my question is you know we we've had a lot of issues involving china obviously covid-19 is one of them i'd like to know why joe biden would take our depleted strategic petroleum reserves and he's fighting to send even more of those reserves to to the communist chinese rather than refilling and replenishing them uh i'd like to know why the communist chinese are buying up uh, thousands and thousands of of acres of farmland, ranch land, and land near military installations. And why are we letting that happen? Uh, why aren't they confronted over intellectual property theft and unfair trade practices? Why aren't they confronted over their human rights abuses? Um, none of these things did Joe Biden ever take the communist Chinese on about. Do you think it is possible that the Biden family is compromised based on all this information coming out? Of course it's possible, Sean, and you've done a beautiful job, as usual, of tying this all together. And I think it's the cause of the fact that uh, the big guy gets 10 percent, that Hunter Biden has been deeply involved with these Chinese Communist Party-related organizations, that they take it massive payments. Uh, the economic ties there are, are significant. If you think about what's been unfolding from this laptop, the, the relationship that we've seen, the relationships, plural, that we're seeing, uh, it's 
it certainly does seem highly plausible that there is a deep, deep conflict that resides here. And then when you look at the inaction of this administration, some have described it as weakness, uh, leading from behind. The old uh, slogan of, of Barack Obama's administration that Joe Biden was part of. But it also could be they can't. They're limited, they're owned, they're being controlled by other entities that have uh, been providing them with financial resources over the years. So I think that uh, the Biden Inc. question is one that is very germane to the American public. If it's compromising the president's ability to act, to stand up, to address, to push back against the many problems that you just cited, whether it's economic warfare that the Chinese Communist Party is waging on us or militarily, uh, you know, the aggression that we've just seen with this balloon flying through the stratosphere over our country, hovering over our nuclear sites, over our military sites, the Biden administration does not act. Why did they allow that to happen? That question still resonates uh, around America. Why did this balloon get taken down over the Aleutians before it was allowed to float over America? What if this massive payload that it had that I understood was, you know, the size of three buses? What if the Chinese Communist Party had decided to drop it somewhere? I mean, we have so many unanswered questions, and the Biden administration's default seems to be always playing into the hands of the Chinese Communist Party. Well, have I read too many spy novels? Would there be a possibility of biological warfare, a potential threat there, or an EMP attack of some kind? Uh, nobody knew what was inside the balloon. As a matter of fact, they knew about it, but they didn't tell we, the American people, for five consecutive days. My question is, when you're dealing with somebody like Hunter Biden, who admittedly, for example, with Burisma, uh, has no experience in oil, gas, coal, or Ukraine, but yet he's being paid a fortune from Burisma Oil. Or the deal that he's making with the former first lady of Moscow, starting with a three and a half million dollar deal, and apparently an investment, some estimates now, some reports, Peter Schweitzer among them, uh, saying between a hundred and two hundred million dollar investment in, in a real estate, uh, in, adventure with uh uh with the with the bidens then we got the the bank of china deal with the bidens uh hunter uh, the guy's a crack addict and the guy you know is obviously compromised as it relates to let's just say ladies of the night according to the reports on the laptop so why would these why would these countries be doing all of this business with all of these high dollar numbers that we're hearing about and with no experience at all whatsoever if they weren't thinking about this would buy them uh, some influence or open a door for them with Hunter's father. I think in influence and access would be the most likely explanation for whatever it was that Hunter Biden was selling. You know, it's interesting. I asked Jennifer Granholm uh, in, a, in, a, in a hearing before me um, if she knew Hunter Biden. Of course, she said yes. Jennifer Granholm being our, our energy secretary. And um, I, I asked her then, given Hunter Biden's deep ties to the energy industry via Burisma, has she ever reached out to him for advice on any of our energy programs? Well, no, she hadn't. Not surprising to me that uh, this administration doesn't view him as a credible source uh, in this arena or any other, for that matter. So it's, uh, it, it, it's something that the American public is, is clearly wise enough to see. The questions here are abundant. We don't have clear answers, but they're questions that the American public has. We ought to get to the bottom of it. Yeah, I agree. Quick break. Right back more with Senator Haggerty of the great state of Tennessee on the other side. Then we'll get to your calls. 800-941-SEAN. I stand here tonight after we've created, with the help of many people in this room, 12 million new jobs. More jobs created in two years than any president's created in four years. 
We've already created, your help, 800,000 good-paying manufacturing jobs, the fastest growth in 40 years. 30 million workers have to sign non-compete agreements for the jobs they take. 30 million. So a cashier at a burger place can't walk across town and take the same job at another burger place and make a few bucks more. It just changed. But they just changed it because we exposed it. That was part of the deal, guys. Look it up. All right, we continue now. We'll get to your calls here in a minute. More with uh, Senator Haggerty with the great state of Tennessee. Uh, what is your take on the State of the Union? I saw your tweet uh, that you had sent out that it was uh, completely disconnected and the president's policies precipitated economic hardship for so many Americans, as well as the worst border crisis in U.S. history. And our country is less secure, less safe, less affordable because of his administration. Uh, I agree with every sentiment you said. Um, what is your take on the State of the Union in your own words? Well, I think the State of the Union, the, the address that he gave, just reminded me of the massive bait and switch that occurred back during the 2020 campaign. You remember, they, they put Joe Biden out as a moderate. Uh, he was going to be the unifying force here back in 2020. Did, did they actually put him out there, or was he mostly hiding in his basement? <laughs> he was hiding very much. But again, the talking point, at least, that they were putting out with respect to Joe Biden is that he would be a moderate someone that would be playing the middle of the road. He's proven to be just a full-blown radical socialist. And if you look at the claims that he made on the economy, Sean, during the State of the Union, they're just not credible. He's taking credit for people returning to the jobs that were taken off the market during what were mostly Democrat-led lockdowns. You know, you, you think about uh, the, the, the term that I would use, Joe Biden always says, come on, man. That's what we were feeling like in the audience there, trying to take credit for, for, for them the people coming back to their, their jobs that many, many Democrat leaders had, had caused them to lose, just not credible. And if you think about the middle class, he tried to, you know, he tried to basically put forward an image of himself as somebody that's looking out for the middle class. And, you know, think about what the middle class is feeling right now. Inflation like they've never seen before. 13.5% inflation since Joe Biden took office. The average American yep. family has lost $10,000 of buying power. Well, that's why two thirds of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. And you're right about the $10,000 figure. That's an inflation tax. Uh, anyway, Senator Haggerty, we appreciate you as always. Thanks for being with us and uh, come back often. Wonderful to be with you, Sean. All the best. Quick break right back. Your calls on the other side. Straight ahead. On a calm October night, Michael and his wife, they were just out for a walk in their neighborhood when their life got flipped upside down or just like yours could be. Now, Michael was attacked by a homeless woman who stabbed him multiple times before he was able to restrain her and waited for law enforcement to arrive. But what happens next is why our partners at the USCCA exist. Now, while Michael was in the hospital, a detective literally charged him with assault. Now, this is the new America that we're living in. Luckily, Michael was a USCCA member just like me. He used his training, his education, and his self-defense liability insurance to stay out of jail and save his family from potential bankruptcy. If you want to learn proven ways to deter criminals, defend your family, avoid legal trouble, just go to uscca.com slash Hannity right now. You'll put in your email. You'll get a free guide put together by the USCCA and the former head of training for the FBI. Just go to uscca.com slash Hannity today. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. 
have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Michael Rappaport, and my wife, Kibi Rappaport, starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on, but we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. On a calm October night, Michael and his wife, they were just out for a walk in their neighborhood when their life got flipped upside down, or just like yours could be. Now, Michael was attacked by a homeless woman who stabbed him multiple times before he was able to restrain her and waited for law enforcement to arrive. But what happens next is why our partners at the USCCA exist. Now, while Michael was in the hospital, a detective literally charged him with assault. Now, this is the new America that we're living in. Luckily, Michael was a USCCA member just like me. He used his training, his education, and his self-defense liability insurance to stay out of jail and save his family from potential bankruptcy. If you want to learn proven ways to deter criminals, defend your family, avoid legal trouble, just go to uscca.com slash Hannity right now. You'll put in your email. You'll get a free guide put together by the USCCA and the former head of training for the FBI. Just go to uscca.com slash Hannity today. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it would have been, Ooh, a, been the juicy. podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Michael Rappaport, and my wife, KB Rappaport, starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on, but we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. On a calm October night, Michael and his wife, they were just out for a walk in their neighborhood 
when their life got flipped upside down or just like yours could be. Now, Michael was attacked by a homeless woman who stabbed him multiple times before he was able to restrain her and waited for law enforcement to arrive. But what happens next is why our partners at the USCCA exist. Now, while Michael was in the hospital, a detective literally charged him with assault. Now, this is the new America that we're living in. Luckily, Michael was a USCCA member just like me. He used his training, his education, and his self-defense liability insurance to stay out of jail and save his family from potential bankruptcy. If you want to learn proven ways to deter criminals, defend your family, avoid legal trouble, just go to uscca.com slash Hannity right now. You'll put in your email. You'll get a free guide put together by the USCCA and the former head of training for the FBI. Just go to uscca.com slash Hannity today. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it would have been, Ooh, a, been the juicy. podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Michael Rappaport, and my wife, Kibi Rappaport, starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on, but we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. All right, so these hearings on the weaponization of the Department of Justice and the FBI and whether these these institutions have also been politicized, uh, it's getting more transparent every day just how bad this was. Uh, the FBI coordinating with big tech, even though they knew that Hunter Biden's laptop was very real. They had had it since 2019 in December, and they were meeting weekly with big tech companies, warning them, you know, you're, you're probably going to be a victim of a, a misinformation campaign leading into the election. And it's it may even be about Hunter and Joe Biden, and it may be about this and that. So when the New York Post story breaks, oh. Maybe this is what they were talking about. In other words, they were preparing because they they knew this would come out. How did they know? Because they knew Rudy Giuliani had a copy of it. Do you think Rudy Giuliani was going to let that sit and not be made public? He's Donald Trump's attorney. Donald Trump's running for reelection. Uh, and and it did get out. Anyway, here's Jim Jordan. November 18th, 2021, an FBI whistleblower discloses to Republicans on the House Judiciary that the FBI created a threat tag for parents voicing their concerns at school board meetings. April 26, 2022, another FBI whistleblower discloses that the FBI employees are being run out of the Bureau for attending conservative political events. 
May 11th, 2022, another FBI whistleblower discloses that dozens of parents with the threat tag designation to their name are investigated by the FBI. This also happens to be the same whistleblower who said the FBI leadership, not the rank and file members, the FBI leadership is rotted at its core. His clearance has been revoked and he's been suspended. June 7th, 2022, another FBI whistleblower is retaliated against after giving feedback on an anonymous survey. July 27th, 2022, another FBI whistleblower discloses that agents are pressured to reclassify cases as domestic violent extremism cases to hit self-created performance metrics. September 14th, 2022, an FBI whistleblower discloses that the FBI views the Betsy Ross flag as a terrorist symbol. September 19th, 2022, another FBI whistleblower discloses that the Washington field office is del deliberately manipulating January 6th case files to make it appear that domestic violence extremism is on the rise. He's been suspended. November 8th, excuse me, November 4th, 2022, another FBI whistleblower discloses the FBI accepts private user information from Facebook without the user's consent and information is from only the conservative side of the political spectrum. This is only a sampling. In my time in Congress, I have never seen anything like this. Dozens and dozens of whistleblowers, FBI agents coming to us, talking about what's going on, the political nature at the Justice Department. Not Jim Jordan saying this, not Republicans, not conservatives, good, brave FBI agents who are willing to come forward and give us the truth. And this is just the FBI. Americans have concerns about the double standard at the Department of Justice. Americans have concerns about the disinformation governance board that the Department of Homeland Security tried to form. Americans have concerns about the ATF and what they're doing to the Second Amendment. And of course, they have concerns about the IRS and the thousands of new agents who are coming to that organization. And finally, there are concerns about what we've learned in the Twitter files, where big government and big tech colluded to shape and mold the narrative and to suppress information and censor Americans. Over the course of our work in this committee, we expect to hear from government officials and experts like we have here today. We expect to hear from Americans who've been targeted by their government. We expect to hear from people in the media. And we expect to hear from the FBI agents who have come forward as whistleblowers. We think many of them will sit for transcribed interviews as one did on Tuesday. And we believe several of them will come and testify in open hearings. And finally, we expect to bring forward legislation that will help protect the American people. We hope our Democrat colleagues will work with us. The day the resolution creating this select committee was debated and passed, though, Mr. Jeffries, Mr. Nadler said Democrats would, quote, fight us tooth and nail. We hope that attitude changes. We want to work with them. Protecting the First Amendment shouldn't be partisan. Protecting the Constitution shouldn't be partisan. And protecting the fundamental principle of equal treatment under the law should not be partisan. Powerful open by Jim Jordan today. Um, we'll show you a lot of this tonight on Hannity 9 Eastern on the Fox News Channel. Let's go to Florida, the free state of Florida with Darren. Darren, you're on the Sean Hannity Show. Hi. Hey, Sean. How's it going? Uh, I was just calling because uh, I'm looking at all that's going on. And one of the things that I'm concerned about now is with the fact that you got uh, Kim Jong-un coming out now telling his people prepare for war. And 
you know that he's just a puppet of China. And, yeah, he's rogue in, in his own way, but he does a lot of what China wants him to do. And, and I can see China using him as a, as a ploy to, to distract us so that they can go into, into Taiwan after, uh, after North Korea goes and tries to start something with, with uh, South Korea for just a little skirmish just to get, a, get our attention, get us uh, une- uneasy. And we don't have the... We don't have the reserves to defend ourselves right now. I mean, we don't have the military weaponry. We don't have the uh, the fuel reserves, and we don't have the recruits anymore. And I just think it, it just seems like poor planning on our military part to do all this stuff that we're doing with Ukraine. We should have given Ukraine the weapons to win, not the, the weapons to just defend. Well, it's even worse than that, because Joe Biden prevented Poland early on from giving the MiG so that they can fight an air war and and match Putin's uh, uh, Putin's uh, air force. And they wouldn't do it. Now they're still struggling uh, about whether or not they're going to give fighter jets. Joe Biden again has vetoed the idea, uh, which means we're wasting our time and money because that means there's no intention of at least the United States to allow Zelensky to win the war. And if that's the case, and it's going to be now this long, drawn-out, quagmire, uh, protracted conflict, I'm I'm out. I'm not going for these wars anymore. I'm, I, we can't afford it, number one. And number two, this is Europe's problem. You know what? If I'm Poland, I'd be a lot more nervous than the U.S. should be. If I'm Germany, I'd feel the same way. If I'm anybody else in Europe, I'd feel the same way. And yet we've been we've been paying the bulk of money and we ought not be in that position. You know, we offer to help, but they've got to do the heavy lifting, not us. And at this point, we've wasted a year and they never fought to win. They've done better than I thought they would do with the little equipment that they had. Uh, but they're about to get crushed because right now, as we speak, Vladimir Putin is lining up 1800 uh, tanks, 700 aircraft and 500,000 men for a new assault that's not going to go very well for Ukraine because they don't have the weaponry, as Joe Biden has vetoed, uh, Western European countries from helping at a level that would be necessary to actually win. Yeah, well, I, I can see what I, what I envision is going to happen is when the tanks start rolling, North Korea is going to do something with South Korea at the same, the same time, and it's going to pull all our resources and then, then uh, China is just going to take Taiwan. It's all coming, and there's not a damn thing I think Joe Biden will do about any of it, and and that's the saddest part of it. Um, they the, the world does not fear Joe Biden. President Xi doesn't fear him. Vladimir Putin doesn't fear him. The mullahs in Iran don't fear him. Uh, the rest of the world, our allies, are aghast at what a mess he is. I mean, we had Geraldo on last night on Hannity, and he was saying, well, he was really lucid last night during the State of the Union. I said, let me pop some champagne corks. He did the easiest speech. Doing a State of the Union is the simplest speech ever. He spent weeks and weeks practicing it. Um, I'm sure he had tons of coffee to keep him awake during the speech, and he was able to hold it together for a whopping one hour and 15 minutes. Gee, let me do a backflip. Uh, because then he's out on the road the next day and he sounds like the befuddled buffoon that he really is every day. So I'm not really impressed, but I am worried about the world and I'm worried about our country. You know, Putin's been targeting, you know, apartment buildings and infrastructure, killing innocent men, women and children with abandon. 
And yet there hasn't been the urgency of anybody really to lead and, and win this conflict. And, you know, what we really the single best thing we could have done and had the opportunity to do is if if Biden would have just kept us energy independent and brought us to the next level of energy dominance, uh, we could have bankrupted Putin by supplying all of Western Europe and other parts of the world all of their energy needs because of the abundance of natural resources that we have that he no longer lets us tap into. Anyway, Darren, scary times, my friend. Sean in California. Sean, how are you? Glad you called. Hey, Sean, really good. I just want to thank you for being a beacon of truth and a sea of lies. Thank thank you, my friend. I'm trying every day, I promise. Every day. No, you do it every day, and I love it. I tell you, the the, the China weather balloon, weather balloon, quote-unquote thing. The spy balloon. Yeah, that's what it was. I mean, and I wish they'd call it what it actually was. But the reality is, is that this the Ukraine, it, it, that entire situation to me at this point has become the biggest DNC, like money laundering. That's not the right term, but it's 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 just laundering money out of the out of the taxpayers' hands, d- funneling it through this Ukraine thing, and then sending it right back to line the pockets. There's no audits that, that have been happening. There's no kind of checks and balances. This is the most corrupt. Well, I don't know that it's a money laundering operation. I've seen no evidence of that. But I do know that Zelensky had to fire two of his top aides uh, over issues involving aid money misappropriated. That happened. And, you know, certainly the relationship with Ukraine and the Bidens has been well chronicled. Um, I- I'm more concerned about about what china knows about the biden family because joe is pathetically weak when it comes to china and pathetically weak when it comes to russia and and they're acting with impunity they have no respect or fear of joe biden and by fear i mean a healthy fear that he would respond with strength they were able to fly a spy balloon over alaska airspace down the west coast of canada right into idaho uh, straight across to Montana, down to Missouri and Kansas, over to Kentucky, then to the eastern seaboard of the U.S., you know, in the Carolinas. And then they decided maybe we should take this thing out of the sky. And now they're demanding that the debris that was recovered be sent back to them. Uh, and I have yet to hear Joe Biden tell them to go pound sand. Well, because he's not going to bite the hand that feeds him and his family either. And that's the truth. I, that You know, this has been going on for a long time, and it's well documented that he's getting money from China and all these nefarious third world countries. I, You know, it, so of course he's not going to react in the appropriate way because he can't cut off the, you know, the, the, the money that he's getting in, the money that he, he gets from these countries. It's absolutely disgusting. Sean, I can't say it any better. It's corrupt. If a Trump did it, you know that the Democrats would feign their outrage. Uh, You know, their belligerent attitude in these hearings, it's breathtaking. All right, quick break. We'll get back to your phone calls. 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, We'll check in with Congresswoman Lauren Boebert at the top of the next hour. Then we'll get more of your calls in as we continue. In a shallow grave. We have that story at 5 o'clock on 710 WOR. Hey, big news from Newsmax. AT&T's DirecTV just removed Newsmax. Now, Newsmax has been censored by DirecTV and UVerse. With OAN gone, that's two conservative channels, AT&T. It is important to recognize corrupt individuals within federal agencies that I am talking about are not acting alone. 
They operate as vital partners of the left-wing political movement that includes most members of the mainstream media, big tech social media giants, global institutions and foundations, Democrat Party operatives, and elected officials. As the Twitter files reveal, these actors work in concert to defeat their political opponents and promote left-wing ideology and government control over our lives. All right, back to our busy phones. Joe and LJ, we got one minute left. Big Joe, what's going on, my friend? How are you? It's all yours. Sean, you got the best program on television. I'm convinced that your national television program and your great radio show will give the Republicans huge landslide wins in 24 for the Senate. We'll take over the Senate. We'll win back the presidency. And and your show will also help to stop the corruption in the FBI. But you do an incredible job, and we love you down here in LJ. And everybody, every time I talk to people, they say, thank God for Sean Hannity. So, Sean, you're the man. You're going to lead us to a great victory in 24. And I'm- Well, I hope you're right, Big Joe. But I will tell you, uh, that's not how I'm treated in New York. I can tell you that. <laughs> not exactly the, this, the same audience in New York. Uh, Joey, appreciate you, buddy. 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. Now, the same Hollywood that sold the American dream, they are now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Now, you can join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in the Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some of the major studios. Now, don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.